Blog Talk Radio.
tuning in to SPS Sinless and Live with me, your host, Deandra. I am excited on today just for being back on the air with you all, and I just thank you all for tuning in. Guess what? Got a great broadcast for you all. We have a very, very special guest. He's joining us again. He was on um, SPS Sinless and Live just probably like a few weeks ago, and she was sharing with us about her book, Word Seeds. Yes, author Robin Bremer. And she's back with us in the virtual studio. She's going to talk to us about a different subject this broadcast, which is on prayer. She's going to talk to us about her book, Prayer, uh, the, uh, Partnering with the Supernatural. And uh, this is a broadcast that you don't want to miss, especially um, if you're wanting to learn more about prayer, um, if you're if you're wondering if your prayers are being heard by God, if, um, you know, you want answered prayer. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to hit your Facebook, your Twitter, all your social media, text somebody, call somebody if you have to, and let them know that Jose Andres on the air live. Pastor's number on is 310-982-4274. Again, the, the number is 310-982-4274 because you want to not only be blessed, but you want to be a blessing in passing this word on about the broadcast because I believe you're going to be encouraged on tonight. Amen. And so you have just heard Kim Walker with Spirit Break Out. You know, I've been hearing that song all week, and it has really been uh, blessing me. Um, and when I say all week, all week last week, just uh, past week, just, you know, past us, but uh, it's just really been blessing my spirit, you know, um, really letting the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, God leading us through the Holy Spirit in our lives on an everyday basis, if we allow him to, is so powerful. And, um, you know, I just wanted to encourage those um, that are listening, those that are, um, you know, experiencing some tough trials or tests or things like that in your life. Um, also, um I don't know. I just saw my guest. I don't know if she lost connection or whatever, but we're going to wait for her to call back in so that we can talk more about her book, Prayer, Partnering with the Supernatural. But um, I wanted to share with you all not only just about the song through Kim Walker, I wanted to also share with you all just a little bit of an encouraging focal point just to focus on throughout the week, amen. First John chapter 5, verse 14 says, and this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Matthew 6, 9, verses through 13, and it says simply the Lord's Prayer. I'm not going to get into it, but those scriptures, study it when you have your time, when you have prayer or devotion, Whatever you do, study those scriptures because, you know, sometimes we want, we wonder if God really hears our prayers. And I just wanted to leave with you this point. God hears his will. God hears his will. And what do I mean by that? If you read uh, Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13, Jesus gives the disciples the example of how we should pray. And that is simply what we call the Lord's Prayer. And, um, you know, we say that prayer 
because not only is it a, a model through what Jesus was showing us, but we say it because we know it's already done. Amen. And so I just want to encourage you all to really get into the word of God, study the Lord's prayer, begin to focus on what prayer is. And uh, again, tune into this broadcast. And as I'm saying that, let me get our special guest, Arthur, Bream, Arthur Robin Bremer on the line. Hello, Robin. How are you doing? Hello there. I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing great. It's nice to have you back on the show again. It's great. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Awesome, awesome. Now, I was just introducing um, your book, which we're going to be talking about today, Prayer, Partnering with the Supernatural. Um, Share with us more about, you know, what prompted you to write this book? Well, you know, oftentimes... I would see on Facebook people would say things like, uh, you know, I have this problem, and they say, I'm praying for you, or they say, I can understand, or they'd say um, something that was not helpful, <laughs> something that didn't have power and, and change in, change the situation. Also, I would go um, and perform a show. I was uh, a ventriloquist and a clown when I began to write this book, when I began to uh it, I began to understand uh, how to pray, and I would hear people when I would go and minister as a clown or a ventriloquist somewhere, uh, teaching the Word of God, that they would say something, sickness that they had, and I would pray for them, and the response was like, uh, well, if it be God's will, I'll get healed, and things like that, and it just stirred me up, and it made me angry that the devil is ripping off God's kids, because you see, Jesus already answered all our prayers before we even prayed them. Because when he created us, he created everything that we needed already. And our our prayer to him should be like you said. I love what you said. God hears his will. Well, his will is for us to be healed. So taking that for an example, we don't say, God, I just pray that this person's healed of cancer. You pray. You, you have been given authority and dominion to say, cancer, go in Jesus' name. And it has to obey you because that is God's will. And that whole sample is in the Lord's prayer. And that was my inspiration, like, like to set God's people free from, from religion and from thinking that everything that happened was God's will, that was his sovereign will. Now, I like how you said that. Um, you know, a lot of people do think that, you know, they they think that everything that happened, oh, well, that's the Lord's will. Oh, well, that was the Lord's will. Oh, well, that was the Lord's will. And in your book, you talk about kingdom praying, and you break down, um, as I spoke about earlier, the Lord's prayer. But in your book, you break it down um literally where we can literally sit there and dissect it and digest it, you know. Um, share with us about kingdom praying. What is kingdom praying? Well, kingdom praying is not praying. I can tell you first what it is not. It's not praying from an attitude of, oh, poor me. I'm just a human being in the world. I can't change anything. I'll pray this, but maybe God won't hear me because I'm not right or I'm not good. Kingdom praying is praying from the stance of I am righteous. God, the blood of Jesus made me right with God. 
and everything that the blood of Jesus paid for, I can have. So kingdom praying, um, the Lord's Prayer is an example of how to pray, but everything in the Lord's Prayer has already been answered. Uh, and I can go through each step, but one of the things that I think is, is really important is when you pray the Lord's Prayer, you say, Our Father. Too many people do not see that God is their daddy. And because they don't see that God is their daddy, they seem as a, a mean old God up in the sky ready to look for some horrible thing you did so he can hammer you over the head and teach you a lesson. But prayer is coming from the heart of a child to their daddy. And when you are hungry, you go to your refrigerator and look for food if you're a child. Or you say, Dad, I'm hungry. Mom, I'm hungry. You don't expect your mom or dad to turn around and punch you in the face because you said you were hungry. Your father's job is to provide for you, to protect you, to give you nourishment, to encourage you, to help, to cause you to have victory in every area of our life. And so when we say, for example, the Lord's Prayer, we say our father. So we need to come to pray. The kingdom way to praying is the new covenant. The new covenant, we are right with God. He is our daddy. We have a supernatural relationship with him, and we're partnering with him through the Holy Spirit that lives within us that brings about supernatural results when we speak, declare, decree, and command God's word. Then the Holy Spirit living within us, because of that relationship with our daddy, brings it to pass. And that new covenant praying or kingdom praying, it's praying with power, knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. Now, you know, when you talk about knowing who we are in Christ Jesus, and you simply said it earlier, we're his kids, we're his children. Um, you know, I believe, and this is just my point or opinion, point of view or our opinion, um, a lot of people don't, well, can't really see God as father or daddy because they have a warped uh view from their physical father or maybe a father that wasn't their absentee father. Mm -hmm. um, and so they say or compare that uh, relationship as liking on to the Lord, um, liking on to God. Um, well, I can't really see him as my father because I didn't really have a good model of what a father was. I believe that there's some listeners out there that they're, they're having this issue where they're having a hard time seeing God as father. And it's because of different experiences that they had in their life. Can you um, just share a encouraging word with them that are listening that are having a hard time seeing God as their father? Oh, well, you know, I think the, the best thing to do because, there's so many wounded people out there. I mean, we all had bad experiences, but if they would allow the Holy Spirit who is in them, who is their teacher and wants to bring them victory in every area of their life, the Spirit of God, a daddy, if they would allow and trust the Holy Spirit in them to show them and reveal to them the love of a father and to heal those hurts, if they would allow daddy or God to heal those hurts and take away that memory and that pain and the wrong believing that came about from those wrong daddy examples, 
um, then the Holy Spirit can can uh, minister sonship to them. What they call this spirit, when people have been wounded because of experiences with a dad that wasn't there or that might have abused them sexually, mentally, in any way, has abused them, the, the devil is a bad devil, and he will take advantage of that, and he will cause them to have the mentality of what they call a, uh, um, oh, it just slipped my mind, uh, an orphan spirit. Uh, like they'll feel worthless. Uh, they'll feel because of that experience that they're, they're nothing, uh, that, that nobody loves them because they aren't worthy of being loved. That's an orphan spirit. And what we want to do is release on them the spirit of sonship so they will begin to understand how much their daddy, God, loves them, allow him to show them through everyday life and supernatural encounters how much he really does value them and how important they are to him and, and how he is their kid. And and it, it just comes from allowing the Holy Spirit to show you wrong believing and then to show you how much he loves you in everyday life. Amen, amen. You know, and I, I was, um, as I've been, uh, you know, reading your book that you sent me, um, it's just, I, I just want to say this. It's really been a blessing to me. Um, you speak on a lot of things that hit home for me. Um, but I did take some notes and I did, um, you know, highlight some things that I wanted to talk about on the show tonight. Um, in your book, you talk about um, there's a there's sections in your book where you talk on honor your name. Again, that's in breaking down the Lord's Prayer and your kingdom comes. Um, and honor your name, you're talking about the names of of, of God uh, and of the Lord. Um, Yahweh, Yireh, the Lord will provide our Yahweh, Jireh. Um, the Lord will provide Yahweh, Rapha, the Lord that heal us. How important is it for us to really know uh, the names, you know, of God? Why is it so important for us to know his character through his name? Well, if you don't if you don't have an understanding, our name says who we are. When you say your name, people know who you are, what you do, um, your attitude, what you look like. Your your name reveals your character, your nature, who you are, your essence of you. And the name of Jesus is powerful, but Jesus is not his only name because the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. But when you look at all the different names that God said, this is who I am, he's revealing his character. Like uh, uh, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals thee, his will is always for you to be healed. And if you know that, then you know that when you don't have healing, it's not that God's withholding it from you. It's that the devil is saying to you, he's stealing your identity, he's saying, hey, you're not worthy. Look at what you did last night. You really think God wants to heal you? You? You, you know, who are you? Why are you, you know? Um, so when you know the name and you know that God honors his name, you you know about the Lord. You know what he'll do for you. You know, you know what he's already done for you. You know his will. His will is revealed in his name. It has power. And it, it, it's who your daddy is. And 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 there was something else that I noted as well. Um, when you talked about your kingdom come, um, 
you said in the book, the kingdom is God's will. I don't want to give it all away because I want our listeners to go and purchase it. But um, you talked about the kingdom is God's will, power, and domain. Um, and what I love that you that you put in your book is God rules earth through us, his children. Talk more about how we can bring the kingdom of heaven to earth because that that's what your, your book is, is prayer, partnering with the supernatural to share with us how um, we can bring the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven to earth in, in our, in our um, circumstances and situations. Uh, first of all, the kingdom of God is God's authority, God's dominion, God's rule within you. And it, when Jesus walked the earth, Jesus was the flesh that encompassed the Holy Spirit. And in order for God to work on the earth, he has to have flesh. In Genesis 1 uh, or 2 maybe, and in Hebrews, it talks about how in God's sovereignty, he gave authority and dominion to human beings who had flesh. We are a spirit, we live in a body, and we have a soul, which is our mind, will, and emotion. And he chose in his sovereignty to give authority and dominion to human beings. And in doing that, he no longer has that rule. He gave it to man. Uh, and, you, and Jesus came as a man because he could legally walk on earth filled with God in order to accomplish God's will. And now Jesus was the flesh that gave God authority on earth because he gave authority to men. Now today, Jesus sent back the Holy Spirit to live inside of us, God's kids, those who receive the free gift of salvation by believing Jesus died for our sins. And now we are the flesh that carries the Holy Spirit, that gives God legal right to operate in the supernatural on the earth. But being in our flesh, our mouth is what has to speak. And the kingdom of God is in us in righteousness, in joy, and peace. In righteousness, knowing that we are in right standing with God, nothing we can do can get us out of right standing with God because it's through Jesus and his blood and his work. And we are, because the kingdom is inside of us, we are to speak God's will. For example, in Ephesians um, 3, it talks about, that we are to make God's will known by the church to the principalities, powers, mights, and dominion. So what you do is you know who you are in Christ. You know that the power of God is inside of you. And when you speak what God said, what God, Jesus already accomplished on the cross, you are bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. Uh, like, let's go back to that example of, of, of cancer. You, uh, you have cancer. Someone else has cancer. Well, you know, 2,000 years ago, Jesus healed you. He took all your sickness and all the diseases on the cross. If you look at Isaiah 53 and break that down, you'll see that it's already a done deal. And he withholds no good thing from you. So you take your kingdom power, your identity, you know who you are, and you speak to that cancer. You say, cancer, I do not allow you on my body. You are illegal. By the stripes of Jesus, I have been healed. I am coming from the posture of being healed. Get off of me. You Seek God's word. You let cancer. Cancer is a spirit. It is a physical. It is a spirit inside your body that is causing sickness and disease and, and all kinds of negative things that are happening on the world. Behind the scenes is a spirit influencing that. And so the kingdom of God is in you. His God's power is in you. It's like you're a policeman in the spirit realm. 
and you need to speak. Your mouth is a sword. You need to speak what the word of God says. The whole um, your kingdom come, the whole prayer is about the kingdom. It's about provision. It's about protection. It's about power over the authority. If you break down each thing in the Lord's prayer in that example, it's talking about what's already yours and how to dominion over it. And it all comes from speaking. But the speaking comes from knowing, knowing that you have been given authority and dominion on this earth. It has nothing to do with you. You have a physical body. It all has to do with Jesus living inside of you as the kingdom. So you, it, it, it won't be like you go to Walmart one day and you did something stupid last night. You sinned last night. So somebody, you see somebody pass out in the store and you think, well, I can't go pray for him because who am I? What did I do last night? It's not like that. It's like I am a child of God no matter what stupid thing I did or mistake I did, whether I feel good or whether it's too hot or too cold. I have the power of God inside of me. You go over to that person. You speak to the spirit. Uh, you know, be healed in Jesus' name. I command the spirit of fear to be gone. I take authority over the spirit that caught, that has come upon this person. I speak peace in the situation and so on. You know who you are, and then you speak it. And everything we say affects the spirit realm. So you have to watch your mouth, speak in agreement to God's word. And if you take the Lord's Prayer and you run that parallel with Isaiah 53, and um, Ephesians 3, you'll see that your job is to tell principalities, powers, mights, and dominions what the will of God is. The will of God is to be healed, to be prosperous, to be walking in power. That You know, that's God's will, and that's how we enforce it, by speaking it and trusting the Holy Spirit in us to confirm it, to manifest. Amen. Amen. I want you to share um, with our listeners how they can purchase your books. You have more than uh, just the two that you came on and talked to us about um, word, seed, and prayer, partner uh, uh, with the supernatural. Share with us how they can purchase your book and also get in contact uh, with you. Uh, Well, I have 34 books, and I'm writing one a month right now. which is awesome and a lot of fun. But you can purchase any of my books on Amazon at Amazon.com. And my website is RobinBremer.net. And uh, you can get in contact with me through my website. It's RobinBremer at SBCGlobal.net. Or through the website, you can get in touch with me. Amen. Amen. Thank you for um, sharing that with us. Now, before... Uh, close out the broadcast today. I wanted you to talk about, you kind of elaborated a little bit on it earlier when you were talking about, um, you know, when we make mistakes and say someone falls out at Walmart and we say, oh, I can't go and pray for that person because of what I did last night. Well, in your book, you talk about temptation. Um, Can you talk more about why, um, you know, we should guard against temptation. Uh, first of all, uh, in uh, the Matthew 6, the uh, Lord's Prayer, and lead us, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Uh, he already did that by sending Jesus to us. Uh, so we have power not to be tempted. But you know, temptation doesn't affect the way how God sees us. Temptation doesn't even affect the power that's within us. Temptation affects how we see ourselves. 
And when we see ourselves like, oh, no, I did that, uh, you know, what, who am I, what am I, you know, who am I? Um, the temptation, when we fall into temptation, it affects our who we think we are. It doesn't affect our identity. It, thinks, it affects how we think about our identity. And when we don't know who we are in Christ, then when we fall into further away from the Lord, we think we don't hear from him because we've been taught that. But he's always talking and loving us. It's just our own mind telling us. When we fall into sin, it makes us think we're weak. Therefore, we act weak and we are weak and we don't walk in power. So not sinning is so important. But it also is important for when in our relationship with our spouses, you would never want to do anything to hurt your spouse. Well, you and God are the same way. You don't want to sin because you love God so much. He is so wonderful. He is so much fun. And you have to look at sin that way. Like, is this going to hurt God? Is it going to hurt his feelings? And God does get hurt feelings. <laughs> you know, he gave us feelings. We are a copy of him. So the feelings we have, we have because he created us in his image. And the Bible also talks about the Holy Spirit, you know, being hurt. We're in love with him. He's our spouse. We don't want to hurt him. We don't want to sin. And when you look at sin and temptation from that angle, you're not going to want to do it. And you know what? When you do sin and when you do mess up, hey, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. Get up. Say, oh, God, I'm sorry. Get on your feet and say, you know what? Even though I messed up, I still am loved of God. I still am a child of God. I still carry the power and peace and presence of God. And I'm forgiven, and I'm going to walk in that power, and I'm going to succeed. And God will help you over that. Just because you sin or fall into temptation does not mean that you're not valued, you're not loved, you don't longer have the power, you no longer uh, can lay hands on the sick. It's not by your righteousness. It's the power in you. It's only by Jesus' righteousness. So it's always there. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So temptation really rips you off. It takes away your identity, your belief in who God is to you and his love towards you. It's a very dangerous thing to get into because it's self-mutilating. It's self, uh, you know, hurting yourself. Wow. You know, um, the way you said, well, the way you explained that, I've never heard um, anyone explain it like that. It's always the complete opposite. But I thank God for... um, you know, you're being able to come on the show today and also to share with us about prayer and, you know, partnering up with the supernatural, um, learning who we are in the Lord, learning the power and the dominion that the Lord has given us, that God has given us, and, you know, learning who he is and learning his character so that we can um, have heaven on earth. And so, again, Robin, thank you so much for coming on the show again. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. I love being on the show. You're so much fun to talk to. (laughs) Oh, thank you. You as well. You as well. And, um, again, um, listeners, you know, Robin has given us ways that we can, you know, connect with her. You know, if you're on Facebook, connect with her on YouTube, subscribe, you know, also subscribe on, uh, you know, I, I know you do videos too. Um, you know, check out her videos, subscribe to those, 
uh, purchase her books. Listen, you want to be encouraged in your spirit. You want your spirit to be edified and built up. And Robin's books will do that for you. Amen. And so thank you so much, Robin, again, for coming on the show. And I just enjoyed talking with you. And have a blessed week on this week. Thank you. You too. All right. God bless. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to SPF Sinless and Live with me, your host, Andre. I truly treasure you all. I really appreciate you all. Thank you so much for always being a dedicated, faithful, and uh, committed listener. Amen. And so with that being said, I just uh, want you just to think about what I had shared with you earlier, that God hears his will. Get into the word. See what God's will is for your life, amen, because it's in the word. And if you're not in the word, guess what? You're not going to know God's will for your life, amen. And so, again, purchase um, some of um, all of Robin's books so you can be edified and built up in your spirit. And I always leave out with these words, be encouraged, be inspired, and be forever changed. God bless. Yes, Lord.
that we need you to I desire you to I want you to I realize I can't make it without you Breathe in my life Take what's wrong and make it right Repair me and share me with the people So that I can be all you want me to be, Jesus Myself, I realize no. that my life was a mess until you came along and no. you begin to order my steps. You set them in order so that no. I can do what you want me to do and be what you want me to be. No. That's why I need you to just keep going no. in my life. That's all I need you to do, Jesus. No. Ooh. 